0: They're getting longer and longer. I, th- I think this is getting out of hand. You need to talk to your people.
1: I thought it was pretty neat. I
0: have invented something new.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you going to tell us?
0: Do you want to hear about it?
1: Of course I do. We do you do. want the
0: long name or the short name?
1: <laughs> I want both.
0: Okay. The long name is... Maybe I should tell you the short name first. Okay. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> the short name is Cheese Shake. Cheese <laughs> Shake. Shake. Yes, and the long name is Swiss Cheese Shake. <laughs> and you know what stimulated my inventive juices? No idea. <laughs> Dr. John.
1: That little thing they put together? No, tell me.
0: You, you didn't get... I didn't get the Swiss you Cheese di- You didn't shake. do any, any inventing? Actually, Dr. I did. John? Okay, what would you invent?
1: Well, I don't think it's appropriate to say right now. <laughs> I was going to Not even about the short after. name. Um, It has tower in it.
0: Space tower?
1: Oh, dang, you got make it. Make it with robots? <laughs> yeah. you know, someday yeah. I'm going to build I know. a space tower. I wondered if...
0: And I want to have robots build it. Yeah, I couldn't and help but think As about is that. And NASA's working on it for me.
1: Uh, they I They don't know that. it's for
0: me, but anyway. Yeah. Okay, so if you're not interested in my invention, we'll move on.
1: No, I am interested in your you invention. You are. Now.
0: So do you get it? I don't Say, get Dr. it. See, Dr. John, didn't, didn't you hear what he said?
1: Has holes in it, like Swiss cheese. Cheese, yeah. Tell me.
0: Okay, so, so, so you mean you're just giving? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just giving. Oh. <laughs> Not up, I'm just giving.
0: <laughs> I knew this moment would
1: come. Not but giving okay. an in. So here,
0: here he was telling okay. us about these little robots are going to go to the moon. Uh-huh. They're going to go in this cave. They're going to build stuff. And I thought, wow. And then he told us the thing that sparked the invention. Okay. He told us that on the moon, they sometimes have earthquakes.
1: Yeah, I was trying and to figure I that out. And I thought, an
0: earthquake on the That's moon? That's what I
1: thought.
0: I don't think the lunar, lunar people are going to like calling them earthquakes. I
1: thought about so moonquakes. And so what I
0: invented okay. was a new name for it. Okay. I thought, cheese shake.
1: Cheese.
0: The moon's made of cheese. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: and when the moon shakes, it's the cheese shake. I didn't know
1: it was made of cheese.
0: Moonshake sounds too much like a dance.
1: Yes. Okay, back, back back on
0: on, on point here, okay. huh? So there's been um, <clears throat> a lot of excitement, I hope, going on with students getting ready for the science fair, yes. and and I'm I'm aware of some. After we've talked about these last few episodes, mm-hmm. uh, I've had some students reaching out to me. Uh, some have been writing me for help with their projects. Mm-hmm and uh, I have decided that the way I help you is right here. So if you have questions and things I can answer, I would like to do it during Science Live. So keep shooting the questions in, but be specific, and I'll try to answer as many as I can because that may help other people be inspired. So we have one wonderful student that's working on a hydrogen project that invited me to get involved. (laughs) And so if he will give me some specific questions, so that I can help him. I'd be glad to can nudge him along. Um, Some people, at least one I know, was working on a magnet project. Mm I
1: wonder who inspired that. We talked about
0: (laughs) magnets and projects we could do with Mm -hmm. them. But uh, I'd like to show you, uh, this is more like an R51 kind of invention, okay? okay? But I'd like to show you a brand new number system. You know, we count using our fingers. Six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine, zero.
1: No, ten.
0: It's zero. <laughs> and then you take this one over here and put it over in the next position, in the ten position. So it's one, zero. Oh. We only have, we have ten numbers that we use in our numbers. That's why it's called base ten, because there's ten numbers. Okay. So when you get to nine... Then you put zero, because that's the next number, but you put a one over there, you roll over one, right? Mm -hmm. And then you count to 10 again, and you move it over again. That's how the numbers, well, I came up with one. See, that's confusing, I can tell that's confusing. (laughs) So um, I I used to know a number system that was pretty neat, and I can show you that, but then I'll show you the one I invented, okay? okay? So this is a brand new number system. Coming up. This okay. this is an old one. This is a Scout Camp numbering system. Oh okay. okay. Can we see this? Okay. Three, four, five. You're seeing this? One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four. Now, I know you're thinking, I probably invented this, but I didn't. I learned this at Scout Camp. And when you want to just add them up, you can go, okay, five, ten, fifteen. And if there's a couple more, say like that, fifteen. Okay, that's seventeen in this number system. It's kind of handy when you're just trying to keep track of every time something happens. Would you like to see my brand new number system? I
1: would. I would. Really I have a
0: number that. system. Have you ever heard of binary? Uh huh. So we have decimal. That means we have ten different symbols, numerals, numbers, digits one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and a zero, those are all that we use. Mm -hmm. And we can count as much as we want because we keep going to the next number of digits, right? Mm -hmm. So binary says you only (coughs) get two numbers. If you're gonna do binary, then you get a one and a zero. And you can count and write numbers you want, as big as you want, but those are the only Digits that you know how to write with, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Well, I named my new number system dot. You have to have a name.
1: The whole system. It's
0: yeah. Dot. It's called dot, and, and you know there's candy dots too, but it's not those. But you could probably do it with those. The you know, dots we'll too. It. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, my number system is not binary. It is unitary. (laughs) So in binary you have two symbols, a one and a zero. Mm -hmm. You use those to make any number you want. In mine, you just have one symbol. And here it is.
1: That's the dot. It's
0: called dot. (laughs) So this, in, in my new numbering system, that's the quantity of just one. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to show you the quantity of two. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh, two dots.
0: See, since I didn't have another symbol, I had to just shift it over. Wait till you see three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three.
0: See, I had to shift it over again because there wasn't another symbol.
1: Okay.
0: That is amazing. Would you like to see five? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Dot dot dot. Okay. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Man, if you had to write
1: 100, now, that's like a hundred, now
0: it's like I'm just being silly, right? It's like, but that. I'm not. This is a unitary number system because you only have one symbol, and it's called the dot. And the way that you make it be more is you just keep shifting it over. So, and you can you can make big numbers by shifting it. Wait, you have to move over,
1: please. Oh, okay. okay. So <laughs> you make giant giant numbers if you can get. Pish out of the way? That's right. Okay. N- no, no, <laughs> be social. No.
0: Please pish out. Of the way. Please, out-
1: <laughs> please get out of the way. Okay. Yeah. Good.
0: So now, we, we actually learned something really good from this number system, and that is when you're counting and you only get to use dots, mm-hmm. then you have to use a dot for every number. And if you want to go clear up to six, you got to use another dot, right? It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Binary. I'm gonna go call this binary with a B. Binary is a very important number system because it's the number system used by computers. And so much of our world today is about binary that I thought we ought to circle around. We talked about this a year ago, but I thought we should circle around again because there's been quite a few questions that students have, but they, they don't get it. Why don't we just do 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10? And the answer is because in a computer, we can turn something on or turn it off. We can have a voltage or not. And if you think of it as little LED lights, if you have an LED light, it can either be on or off. On is a one, off is a zero. And all of the memory storage in a computer is just like that. It's just binary. It's on or off. All right. right. On a disk drive, it's either magnetized or not magnetized. It's only two states. So in binary, we we do the best we can, which is two characters, two numbers, two digits, sort of ones and zeros. So I'm going to try to count now in binary. So in binary, we start out with one, and so far it's exactly like the base 10 system we're used to. Now, if it were base 10, the next number would be two, because that means we're talking about this many objects, right? Mm -hmm. But we don't have any twos in binary. So when we get ready to do two, what do we do? We have to move over to the next position. So there's a one, we moved it over and We add a zero so we can tell it's in the next position. So the next number up from one is 10. Can you think of a number made out of ones and zeros only that fits between one and 10? Mm
1: -mm.
0: There isn't one. And you say, well, let's see between one and 10, there's five. No, Mm -hmm. no, because really 10 really is just two Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because it's the second number we can create. So if I write this in decimal, I have one, then I have two. The next number up here is three dots. So if I go one number higher than 10 that only uses ones and zeros, then it's gonna be one, one, or 11. In decimal, it's three. So what we call a three, a computer calls 11. And the dot people Call it dot, 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 right? Mm-hmm. right? And that's all the same value. It means this quantity. Mm-hmm. It's different ways of writing it. And, and up here, this quantity is one, two, three, like that. Mm-hmm. Different ways of writing the very same thing, right? That's right. Okay, so if we want to go one more up to four, we've used up all of our ones in two digits. So now we're going to have to go to three digits. So the next number up is going to be one, Zero, 00 which happens to be 4. Mm-hmm. So what is 5 going to be?
1: 110.
0: 101, correct.
1: Right? 110. <laughs> <laughs> the other 110. And
0: and you just love 6 because it's 110. Yeah. Can you see 101 is made of just ones and zeros, <laughs> yeah. but it's lower than 110, isn't it? So, sometimes it's pretty easy to count in binary. You just get the next number made out of just ones and zeros, like the next one's going to be one, one, one,
1: I love how I could which everybody is seven.
0: And finally, when you get to eight, we can't do it with three digits, no. can we? So yeah. in binary, we're going to have to go to 1,000. Mm-hmm. So 1,000 means eight. That's right. I have 1,000 fingers. And that may sound strange, but that's how this number system works. And it means the very, very same thing. But it's something now you can store in a computer because it's just either on or off. Right. Okay? Okay. So we, we have binary all figured out now, don't we? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, one of our students that happens to be here at IST uh, came to me and told me that he's planning on doing a science fair project that utilizes binary. And it's, it's a very interesting project. He says there is a guy named Dr. Paul Boswell, who is a... Dr. Paul Boswell is a, a chemist, a professor of chemistry. Hmm. And he's a very, very brilliant guy. And he invented a... Uh, A piece of technology that is a computer powered by marbles and this the student that I'm talking about told me all about dr. Boswell's marble computer and the more he told me about it the more interested I become I'd like to show you a picture of dr. Boswell and his marble computer so here he is hello Welcome to Science Live. <laughs> now, uh, the, the student has some big plans for this Science Fair project, but in this computer, you actually operate it like digital registers in a computer, only you do it with marbles. It's ingenious. And if any of you uh, are interested in looking to it, he calls it a uh, Turing tumble. Uh, some of you remember Mr. Turing, the guy that uh, built the first computer. And so, uh, in his honor, uh, Dr. Boswell named it the Turing Tumble, and you can find it under that name on the internet if you're interested in it. But would you like to see it? I
1: would love to see it. I
0: took this student, the by the way, you can find out what he's interested in just by knowing his name. (laughs) His name is Cody,
1: Cody, Codine, Cody. and he's
0: very <laughs> interested in coding, programming. So mm-hmm. I took him over to Area 51 uh, so that we could look at this Turing Tumble marble power computer and uh, see just how this thing works. You gotta go I, I had to go over there anyway because I had to check and see if 51 has come back.
1: Yeah, that's what I was yeah. just thinking about. What I was saying. And, and for
0: those that are kind of new to Science Live, we'll just explain that uh, for the longest time, uh, I have needed a place to hide away and do my outrageous experiments. And there are some experiments that are just really, really different. And so, in Area Fifty-One, I have a whole bunch of gadgets. You know, when uh, Thomas Edison, the mentor of my mentor, which means the grand mentor of your mentor, if I'm your mentor, right? Uh, Thomas Edison built a laboratory, and he did it with money he got out of inventing better telegraphs. And in his laboratory, he got every chemical he could find, he got every kind of screw, not bolt material, everything he could find put in there so whatever they needed, they could experiment with it. And a lot of technologies came out of that. Well, Area 51 is a place in Nevada where the United States government has taken these brand new secret airplanes and, and some people think a lot more and it's, nobody can go there as a big fence and it's very secretive. Well, I had to do a security clearance on Cody to be able to take him into Area 51. And so we went in there to take a look at the Turing Tumble. Uh, We'd like to show you what happened. Well, here we are in Area 51. And no, I don't see any R-51 around, so we should have peace and prosperity today. But I'm very happy to uh, bring in an amazing student. Uh, Come on in here, Cody. And say hello to everyone out there mm-hmm. and also to R fifty one who's probably watching from, you know, China or somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, say hi to him. Okay, so I was talking to Cody tonight about his Science Fair project. And what did you tell me
2: about your project? I wanted to make a science fair project that uses this mechanical computer to yeah. show some of the parts of a computer and how they work in my projects. Okay. So uh what is this computer? Is this the one that
0: Paul designed? Yeah. It's... Okay,
2: explain how it works. So it actually works using falling marbles. So marbles will fall through the computer, and by falling they can actually turn different pieces and store information in the computer. And it can do different calculations and quite a few different things. These gates here are called bits, and they act like bits in a computer except they work using marbles falling through the pieces. So as the bits rotate, they can store data. So you can see if the bit is turned this way, it is storing a zero. And if it turns this way, it stores a one. So that's the way you can read what the computer is stored. So right now, this is stored at zero, 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 which is equal to zero in binary. But if it turns to one, now you can see that this now reads out as one. This is just one in binary. Now, as so the you, whole thing is zero 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 one, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And as you drop marbles through, they run through the bits and they ch- turn the bits in different directions. This circuit that's set up here will count up as marbles fall through it. Well, you show us one. All right. So I'm going to set this to zero 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 zero. So now we have nothing in the bits. We okay. get one of the marbles. Yeah, there's a blue one. So We get a marble. I'm going to start it in here. And now, when I push the lever, it's going to drop the marble in. These ramps are going to take it down to the bits. Now, when the bit turns, because of the marble, it will be set to one. So, after one repetition, the marble should fall in. It will turn the bit, and then it will go back down. Now, to is that your hypothesis? That you, is my hypothesis. Or is that fact? Okay, let's see <laughs> right. I
0: do. And there it goes. And it worked. Zero, 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 one. Yeah. And this is binary one.
2: Yeah. Right? Let's try another one. All right So now if we put another marble in it will run down just like before but this time My hypothesis is that it will (laughs) overflow and go down into the next bit So now I think that it will say one zero instead of just one So the next number above one in binary Mm -hmm. is ten. Yeah,
0: and you think by dropping one more marble We're gonna get a ten.
2: Yeah
0: Okay, so what do I get if if you're wrong. <laughs> I
2: don't know. <laughs> I'd probably get kicked off the air. Let's try. <laughs> there you go. Let's see it works. So now our bits are... Reading. zero, zero, one, zero, one, zero. and One, zero.
0: It worked. So nice. this is exactly the same kind of mechanism, uh, at least in terms of the binary, as in a mm-hmm. computer. Only in a computer, instead of having little plastic dials turning, Mm -hmm. we're actually storing things with electrons and voltages, right? Okay, so tell me what your idea was of how you'd use this for your Science Fair project.
2: So I thought for my Science Fair project, I could build some of the main parts that are used in a computer. Because we've talked about in Science Life some of the gates that are used in a computer and how those work. So I thought. I could use this mechanical computer to show the pieces of the gates and show that they can work if you have the right pieces.
0: Okay, so what would be the conclusion from that?
2: If I was able to build a computer or parts of a computer, if I could build all the pieces that I need for a computer, then I would be able to show
0: Okay, I'd like to pause there for just a minute. We'll let him go on. But I want to make sure everyone can see what, what happened. Now we're, we're zoomed back a little bit farther, so it may be hard to see. But in this little uh, computer, there is an, a piece of plastic that is in the shape of an arrow. When it's pointing to your left on the screen, that means that it's set for zero. And there's a little zero there, but we're not zoomed in very tight. I wondered if we could see that a little tighter. But, uh, and then when it points up, there's a little one, which means now it's set for one. So as you see that go back and forth, uh, if, if you look careful, it looks like an arrow. If it's pointing to the left, it's a, zero, a one. And yeah, let's get this right. If it's pointing up, then it's a zero. OK? We got that right, Cody? OK, he says that's right. Let, let's keep rolling then.
2: That I could make a computer, if I had enough space, you could make the exact same computer with a mechanical uh, Board you could have it do exactly the same thing as a computer nowadays
0: Might not be as fast.
2: Yeah, Mm would will be as quick. But it'd be be pretty
0: amazing. Yeah, okay Well, let's see if we can actually do something uh, worthwhile with this. So if you have uh, Right now can we set this back to all zeros? Yeah, so now they're all pointing up this way zero Pointing that way is a one. Yeah so zero 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 zero. If you run, um, let's say eight BBs through, mm. what will be the number? What's your hypothesis mm. that binary? I mean decimal eight converted to binary is what? Let's see. If I count it, don't count it. Can't count. Just it. give us a hypothesis guess. Mm. And. As a guy with a binary watch, I know you know the answer to this. I think the answer is 1,000. Okay, so eight, the number eight, which is a decimal number that we're used to, when it's converted to binary Mm -hmm. is 1,000. And the way you get that is you count with eight fingers. So you start with one, the next number in binary is 10, because you only have ones and zeros what's the next number you make with ones and zeros 11 11 Mm -hmm. what's the next
2: number 100 100 101 101 110 and then it's 111 and then we go to a thousand thousand so you have predicted that 8
0: calculated in binary will be Mm 1111 so what if we run eight Marbles through and see
2: what result we get. Eight okay. Days. All right. Here you go. All right. Eight marbles in this beaker. All right. All the bits set to zero. To start. We'll load them in. Oh, last one. <laughs> You're in hurry,
0: you? Yeah. Um. Okay. We still All have
2: eight. eight
0: here. And we're all back at zero yeah. okay so now as each bb comes through it's going to trigger this lever which will drop the next BB. so yeah. all eight of them should run through straight should we give it a go yeah let's do it. And see if we can get 1,000 out of this okay all right okay
2: there's one zero 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 one yeah all right now it's at one zero now that's one one that's zero one zero 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 one zero one that's zero one one zero zero one 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 now we go all the way to one zero 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 which is eight
0: okay so you were successful in uh, showing that 8 in decimal is really in binary 1000. Yeah. So this is like you're making, that this computer is telling you what a number is in binary. Mm-hmm. So like we could take another number, like let's say we took 5 and if you want to know what 5 is in binary, you can figure it out. What do you think it is? I think 5 is 101. One. Okay, so let's put 5 marbles in and see if you can Calculate that with this marble computer. All right.
2: We five here,
0: the speaker. <clears throat> Careful, you don't want to lose your marbles. again. All, <laughs> all right.
2: We'll set all these back to zero. We're all set to nothing, so we have zero, 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 zero. So we're going to count up. Hopefully, get one, zero, one.
0: All right. Did it. That is amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. You just won a science fiction. <laughs> no, oh, wow. Actually, you've got a few months to, to enhance this. But it yeah. is a very useful little, mainly training tool, to really understand how computers handle binary. Now, in, a, in an electronic computer, we're going to be doing that with voltages and with electricity. And the really neat thing about your cell phone and other computers is that you can do it very fast, and yeah. we can do many, many other manipulations and calculations, which makes it really, really wonderful. So uh, I, I think uh, kudos to the inventor of this machine, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations, you have done a very neat thing, and I hope all of you are studying hard, staying warm, and getting ready for the science fair. Yeah. Or, alternatively, getting your robots ready for the dance contest. All right, All right let's head back. Let's hear it for Cody. <clears throat> should, should we put the camera on him just we to prove on, that he's yeah. ready here? You want to turn around and say hello to the camera?
1: Other way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, very good. Well, we wish you well at the science fair. And it is coming, it's coming very fast, isn't it?
1: So where's R-51 for
0: else? Fortunately, he wasn't, I mean, he ran off. <laughs> and I, I don't, know
1: we're missing him though.
0: We, we actually have been getting a few reports, and so we've been tracking him on a map. Every time we get a report, we put a pin in where where he's been. And so far, it's not a straight line. It's ching, 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 <laughs> ching, ching, So I don't know. Uh, we did get, a uh, one of our students sent us a clip where they think that they actually had a scene. Would you like to see that? Do you think would they would like to see it?
1: Well, I would like to see it more than I think, them. So. <laughs> I think the
0: people that signed the petition
1: hey, to I... get him
0: out of 51, you know, shame on them. But, uh, do, do, Tina, can you run that little clip that we got on 51 for us? Hi guys, <laughs> it's 51 here, and you'll never believe where I am. You know, what this is called, this is called Tower 51. <laughs> I invented it. Mm-hmm. It's my tower. <laughs> These are my people. I'm <laughs> Come I wonder what happened to Pei. Oh well, gotta go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So that there's something wrong with that guy. (laughs) (laughs) There is. Is he looking for me? Obviously. So that R50, that tower he says that he built. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He didn't build that. that, That's the thing
0: about artificial intelligence. (laughs) Artificial intelligence thinks that they pretty well came up with everything. Uh What they don't understand yet is where they got their good ideas from (laughs)
1: us, right? So that's the Eiffel Tower, correct? Yeah. And so like you said, my mentor's mentor, Thomas Edison, did you know he had a meeting with Eiffel?
0: Tell us about it.
1: At the top of the Eiffel Tower, there's a little apartment there. That Gustav Eiffel built for himself.
0: So he built a little house. He built a little in the house sky. up there. Why not? It's a his secret tower. House. That's
1: really his tower, I guess. Huh? You
0: know, that's what inventioners do, but not on the record.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Thomas Edison went and met with him there. Dossier, artistic, can you yeah. the artistic. prove it? Yeah. Look, there's and Eiffel in the red polka close dot. Close to us. And then there's Thomas Edison.
0: Mr. Edison. It's interesting to understand the world in that day and age because for Thomas Edison to have gone from New York over to Paris, uh, he probably didn't fly a 747. <laughs> no. He probably had to have a very long boat trip to get there. Boy, the world. It's just That's neat amazing. how inventionaires have made it so we can go places everywhere.
1: So I have a rich heritage. Because you're my mentor.
0: Well, this this um, Eiffel guy, this Frenchman, is really amazing. He did a lot for architecture. In fact, as I understand the engineering, we couldn't have the Statue of Liberty without him mm-hmm. because they needed to make it light and strong and be able to stand tall and withstand the winds. And so he designed a tower inside the Statue of Liberty. It's
1: amazing. And then they,
0: the artist, put skin over it so it looks like the lady holding the torch.
1: Lady Liberty.
0: Uh, and that was before the Eiffel Tower, if my facts are correct. But at any rate, uh, the Eiffel Tower uh, is a structure that is is just iconic. When people think about Paris, they think about the Eiffel Tower. Let's show this picture of it. It's yeah, it's just a beautiful, beautiful tower. When he announced he was going to build it for the World Fair, the Parisians, the people that live in Paris, boiled over. They did not want that ugly eyesore on their skyline. And he ran into all kinds of opposition. But he was eventually able to build it on one condition. Mm-hmm. And that was they told him exactly how many days it could be up. And then he had to promise to tear it down.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then when he got it up.
2: (laughs) This probably
0: brings more tourists to France than anything else. And boy, they would just really miss it if it was tore down. But one of the unique things about the tower, and look at it again. It's tall. I have been up the, the low observation deck there on the bottom is the biggest. And there's restaurants, there's gift shops, there's restrooms. There's all kinds of things. Then you go up another elevator to the second deck and then you go clear up to the top where it's pretty small where they have little telescopes that you can look around and and it's it's way up there. But the interesting thing is the way he built it used very little steel. He used very thin steel and he bent it and fastened it in ways that were structurally very, very strong. And I am very inspired by that tower i love the eiffel tower and uh, the times that i've gone there and i've gone there multiple times uh, one of my customers that i did a lot of work for was a uh, french automobile company called peugeot they've merged now but peugeot hired me to build a hydrogen car for them and help them get into the hydrogen business So I went over to Paris quite a few times Mm -hmm. to share hydrogen know-how. So let's look at this beautiful tower one more time. Just think, uh, these are the kinds of things that inventioneers do. And it's fun to know that he was a a personal friend of our very own Thomas Edison. So uh, when you're in Paris, be sure and check out the Eiffel Tower. And if you say if you see fifty one time to get for home. <laughs> get back. Okay.
1: You might start missing us soon, do I think?
0: Us? Maybe not.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us
0: seems like he already is. Keep on the lookout for him. He could yeah. be anywhere, couldn't he? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Well, we have one minute. So I'm gonna turn the rest of this session over to Doctor Pej Monet to make us all social.
1: <laughs> well there's a comment that came in which okay. I, I, it really touched me um, we have two students over in Saudi Arabia and it's 4 o'clock in the morning there and they tuned into Science Live and, um,
0: Science Live Live?
1: Science Live Live, yes mm-hmm. and they're wondering why you do Science Live because they know it takes a lot of effort and <sighs> well I'll say <laughs> why, why do you do it?
0: well I, um, there is a secret, and the secret is I have the privilege of working with the most wonderful kids in the world. The Cellus Academy, we started Cellus Academy 21 years ago, so it's been around a long time. We run a lot of students, and at first I didn't do Science Live, but as I started to see the students and how... Great they are, and the things they're they're coming out of school and doing. I just felt like I wanted to reach out and help them understand the value of their learning. They're getting uh, learning requires that you you make the effort, and if they knew how valuable it was, uh, I just knew they would not waste even a minute of this opportunity. And we are graduating kids that are really impressing even some of the biggest schools and employers because of how much knowledge is sticking in their little heads. <laughs> and uh, gosh, if I had taken the CELUS when I was young, I would be so smart. <laughs> <laughs> I just am envious. But I, I really love the CELUS students and I, I hope that Science Live is a way to be able to encourage everyone to study hard, Oh, um, it's, it's just really thrilling to see what you're doing. And I hope a lot of you decide to do the Science Fair. Remember, Science Fair started, on, started me on my whole career. I'm so grateful for it. And it could do that maybe for you. But also, last time we mentioned that when we contacted MIT, they told us that uh, they give scholarships to students that have outstanding things besides good grades, such and they mentioned such as science fairs. So uh, these projects are all really important. We hope to see a lot of you when you graduate. You don't actually have to fly to Kansas City to get your diploma. You know we can send it to you, but if you can come, it's really fun. We get to shake your hand and meet you. And, have you uh, see where it all comes from. It's really kind of fun. And if uh, some of you need some extra motivation and you want to come before you graduate so that you get inspired to study harder, we, we invite people to attend Science Live. And we quickly outgrew the Science Live auditorium. Science Live is now seven years old.
1: Yeah, this We've April. We've been doing
0: this. April will be seven years. Yeah. And the little uh, studio that we filmed it in, Mm -hmm. we grew out of about two years ago, and so we moved into the new studio, which is five times as big here at IST, And we're starting to fill up. So if you do want to come, be sure and let us know in advance. Mr. Isaac is the one that will get you hooked up, make sure we have a chair for you. And if you do come, we'd like to welcome you to come to the Catalyst cafeteria before Science Live and have dinner with us. Okay? okay? Thank you. See you next time.